Welcome back to the Body Podcast and part three of Hot Walk Talks with Nikki and Ramsey. We also have a special guest. Body member Amy Shaw is with us. She is a double board certified MD, nutritionist, and a mom, and a best-selling author. She is a badass. We'll be having her on a separate episode to talk about her books and everything she does because she's just that fantastic. But today, it is still all about steps. All right, Amy, Ramsey, how are we doing, ladies? Awesome. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we are so, so pumped. Such a smart, talented badass with us. Yes. Busy talk about badass. all of the things. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to bring you on here just to talk about a few different things. Um, Ramsey, what should we ask for first? Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, this last week we challenged everyone with steps just to see how many you can get. And for myself, I'm a trainer. I'm on my feet all day. I'm not a mom. I'm not an author. There's a lot of things that I'm not. But with someone not yet. like you, all yeah, not yet, not yet. But yeah, exactly. hey, I'll put it out there. All of this but stuff. I think that's the biggest thing for you. I talked about walking and steps and being outside in different avenue for fitness and weight loss. Whereas, I mean, really for you, how many steps do you usually get? Is that something that you look at, or how do you go about it? Yeah. So steps not only make you fit but they also lengthen your life. So there was an actual study that showed that it increases your life expectancy by like 15 years. So you're not just doing it like for today or fitness, which is obviously really helpful, but it's Mm -hmm. also um, life lengthening. And what people don't realize is that walking is exercise. It's like even, um, you know, that neat type of exercise that we call like non-exercise activity thermogenesis. I think women um, and men, especially, Especially as we're getting older, we start to sit more and have desk jobs or like, you know, work. I used to be on my feet all the time in medicine, but now with computers and charting, everything's on the computer. So there's a Mm -hmm. lot of sitting. Um, And I don't think we realize how much steps add up in the day. So I highly recommend that anyone who's trying to get their metabolism up or if they're like interested in improving their gut health or their brain health, all of those things are like linked with um, steps. Mm -hmm. So I think um, the studies show that 6,000 is like the minimum for a normal person that you want to get. Uh, to start getting the benefits and then you can go all the way up to like 20,000 if you're someone who's on your feet all day I don't know people like you my daughter's a dancer and she can get 20 easily yeah Ramsey um, averages like 17 18k and by the way um, even from last week, now I've been averaging like 15K. Wow. I was wondering because so, you've been teaching so much more. Yes, too. and I've just been like going on a lot more walks, yes. and being mindful just, to get off my ass when I feel like I've been on the computer too long. So yeah. I have literally, like, from that first week to the second week to now this so week, awesome. and I've even had some like 16 plus in there. Um, very, yeah, very proud of myself. That. And I'm someone who deals with like thyroid issues. Yeah. I've definitely been going through like some gut issues as well. So I love that you brought that up. Um, because I do feel like it's been like extremely helpful and I've definitely noticed like changes in the past few weeks of just even doing doing that. 
part of the reason walks are so helpful is because you're outside for most of them. Like I know some people do most of their walking on a treadmill, but if you can um, add in a little bit of outdoor walks, I think you're doing more outdoor and so mm-hmm. are you. And so am I. And I think that circadian rhythm part of it. Um, so walking has like multiple benefits. It's not just the exercise portion, but when you're in the sun, your skin, your eyes, your body knows that it's daytime. So it starts to like retune your body. So there's something really special about being out in nature. As mm-hmm. we know, like there's studies that show your mood improves, um, then your autoimmune, like you said, the autoimmune thing really will respond to being outdoors. Um, there was all this fear for a long time that like you shouldn't be in the sun or whatever. So definitely what I usually do is in the morning is the best time for me to go for a morning walk. Like mm-hmm. I try to do a fasted walk as much as I can in the morning. Even if I'm doing a body class, I try to like go a little mm-hmm. bit early or walk a little bit after and then have um, my first meal just so just stretch that overnight fast just a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But there are days where I just have to eat first thing in the morning and that's okay too. But getting your exercise in around meals is also a really good way for people who are like, Hey, I'm doing all the exercise, but I'm not getting the results. Like especially <laughs> women yeah. as we get older, I think that's the one thing that could move the needle really easily. Yeah. And that's like one of the biggest things. I think it was probably three years ago when I met you and I didn't realize how busy you were. And I think so many people are like, well, I don't have time. I'm like, listen, you can't use that because I know plenty of excuses. None of us ever have time unless we make the time. I think for you, I saw you almost every day on the canal. Yeah. And really for myself, it was like, okay, if I'm going to go teach, I have time to even walk 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's something that I encourage a lot of people. I'm like, you have to hear even like Dr. Shaw talk about this. Yeah. I can try to get other people to go out and go on a little walk. But like you said, with the whole sleep patterns, how you said mood, mine's sleep a hundred percent because yeah when it was cold for a little bit I was just always making playlists and writing emails on the treadmill but I don't sleep in these last like two weeks I've actually been able to sleep which is insane so that you know how people say they're night owls or morning yeah. people so there's all this research now that if you take people to a cave they're they've done Ooh. research they look I'm at intrigued by this I know I don't know what's <laughs> going to go on your mouth yeah but I'm intrigued yeah so <laughs> they even look at tribes that are mm. uh, you know still living without electricity and modern living and what they've noticed is there's not a lot of night owls. I mean, this whole notion, like, one-third of people are night owls. Like, I know. I call myself a night owl, so. Yeah, it's it's because of your habits. It's like mm-hmm. you've trained yourself mm-hmm. for years, probably, like, could start in high school, a lot of people, where you start to train yourself to um, sleep later. And that's where a lot of creative thoughts happen, so a lot of mm-hmm. people push that a little bit. But then as you move into the rest of your life, like the world works on a different schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can retrain yourself to be a little bit more of a morning person if you wanted to um, by getting a little more like bright sunlight um, at the time that you want to feel awake and then start to shift your rhythms because your body knows like about 12 hours from the time you get the brightest sunlight in the morning is when the melatonin should start again. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can kind of retrain yourself. I thought that was really interesting because I never really, I always thought, oh yeah, some people are just naturally night owls. But if you think about it, every organism, like even plants and flowers, your dog, everyone is wired by the sun, like circadian rhythms. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. 
yes, you may shift like an hour here and there, but nobody is like wired to sleep at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. No, that's that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So you got to change your... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not staying up till 2 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. anymore, but I'm definitely like a 11.30 midnight or sometimes later, I guess, if I'm like, can't sleep. Um but I feel like, and like you said, that is because I it, I do get more feel more creative at night. Yes. Yeah, so and it that's definitely is creative that. time. So if you're trying to like really time your day right, you do your steps and the most active exercise like early part of the day, mm-hmm. and then you do your more like creative walks or creative thought processes like late in the day, yeah. and then you can kind of time your day better. But mm-hmm. I take my now we can do almost everything on our phone like we can literally walk and do almost anything and I almost feel more creative because in the evening um, if my kids like are in activity or they're doing their homework I don't feel like going to the gym or going to a class Mm -hmm. per se but I will just go for a walk and Mm -hmm. I'll be like you know 20 minutes and get something done or write something or that's when I did a lot of my writing yeah oh that's awesome I didn't know that yeah and I feel like too like I like going on the walks now to listen to listen to a podcast or listen to something educational because I'm like okay I'm also learning something and doing something beneficial for me as I'm also walking Mm -hmm. um interesting what you said too about like the first thing in the morning of getting the sun as well um I know there's a someone that I follow and they talk about how before they even start their day the first thing they do they don't even have any screens yes. and no sc- no screen time they go out and get like a five minute walk at least of just like that vitamin D on them and the natural light on them before they even start their day so no screen time right to that walk and then then they start I from mean, there I know we weren't going to talk about this but um, when I was in Machu Picchu for the last like 10 days and we didn't have Wi-Fi or phones I never thought of myself as like a social media being a negative thing because I try to follow the right people Mm -hmm. like I don't scroll too much I'm more like trying to create but when I got back on social media after being off of it for so long I just realized like oh I don't want to start my day like that like this is not like thinking about other people's thoughts or other people's like achievements or other people's Mm -hmm. things I feel like so I started before I left for the trip um, this new year's resolution was um, sky before screens like what you're saying like get sunlight before scrolling on your phone because I think like when you see all the emails and you see all the things that you need to do it's almost like playing defense first thing in the morning so Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm just gonna look at my phone to make sure there's no emergency text about the kids or whatever and then I'm not gonna open my phone I'm just gonna go get my sunlight Mm -hmm. um, and maybe do a quick walk and then pick up the phone and when I do that my thoughts are so organized and the day just goes better like I didn't think of myself as being negatively affected by social media but the studies are very clear like almost every single person especially women we have more anxious feelings and more mood issues when we're scrolling a lot. No, I mean, I definitely can feel that for sure. How long do you think, so a lot of people are like, okay, maybe I don't have time to go on like a super long walk every morning before I do everything or first thing before mm-hmm. screens. Do you think even going out for like a quick five minute walk yeah. and just being out there for five minutes, even maybe if it's like 
doing some circles in your backyard, like moving around and just getting that natural light before screens. That was still going to be just as beneficial, just probably getting even five minutes, right? Yeah, two to ten minutes is what I say. Oh, okay. Um, even five. We all can do this. Yes. We yes. all can do this. Can't do two, then go inside. But you did two minutes. Yeah. Yep. And then 30 would be the goal for the day. And 30 that. minutes of walking is like... You park, we have these golf carts at um, my uh, practice location because it's like our parking lot is so huge. Mm-hmm. So for patients who are like, you yeah. know, need a ride or whatever. So I usually try to park at that lot. So it's like a 10 minute walk and a 10 minute walk back. So that's 20 right there. And then I mm-hmm. usually have a few minutes in the morning. So I don't have to like add like the minimum 30 happen just during the day. And then I can add on like my workout and I can do walks after then the creative walks in the evening, but they happen. Um, I'm definitely that weirdo. Like my kids do um, all these activities and I'll drop them and then I'll walk around mm-hmm. and people are always like, do you work here? Like there's a, um, I was walking one day that um, a person from the gym that was in that area, it's like a boxing gym or something. And they're like, do you work here? I see you walking all the time. I'm like, no, just once a week when I come to <laughs> So it's like, obviously, it's, oh, in this world that we live in, it's a little weird because you don't see people walking on the street. Like, mm-hmm. this is not New York City or Chicago or Boston. Yeah. Where, like, everyone's just walking. So you'll definitely be known. Like, one of my, the people that I work with, um, he's like, yeah, people like know me as the weird guy who walks around the neighborhood yeah like you will be the weird person <laughs> yeah no that's interesting and like in our neighborhood here like we see it but like I remember you know when Nick and I would visit from Chicago down here and we felt like we were the only and it wasn't as busy like at that time of Old Town so we literally felt like we were the only people walking around and I remember one time we like stayed at the Phoenician and we're like oh it's just on the street to Old Town like yeah. we'll walk a lot of people now would be like I'm not walking from yeah. the Phoenician to like Old Town they'd be like absolutely not but we're like this is just so normal for us because in Chicago you'd walk like everywhere miles like to you know like to like go to a restaurant or do this it was just like you were always walking and I love that part of it and then yeah when you came here you're like people like don't yeah it's Nobody not the same everyone's no. kind of like I mean pandemic people was, will drive to go literally like a half mile two mm-hmm. minutes yeah and it's not normal to like walk and for us you know we also live in a very um like warm place and so mm-hmm. we should have a lot more walkers I would think but it's really hard so I would say one if it's for weight loss reasons then you want to push it to like you know whatever you're doing at baseline so I think you have to have a tracker mm-hmm. like I don't think you can really I mean now even the phone tracks your it's, steps yeah we were like just it talking about that average your phone is so I mean your phone is so smart that yeah. having that and once I showed James and I think no, you saw it before when we talked, but it's just crazy how you can see your average. You can see your year. Yeah. And when you see those things, you're like, holy smokes. I know. But what did you like that? I know you had the wood band for a while, yeah. so did I. And that yeah. was actually really nice, too, because it would track other things. Yeah. I felt like I finally like broke down and got the Apple Watch because I was trying all these other things. Like I did the whoop band that I know um, we I've talked to Ramsey about it. Yeah. Um, and didn't track steps, but it tracked a lot of other things. But in the end, I was like, I really need something to track my steps. I don't yeah. want to carry my phone all the time. Yeah, that was the and the Apple Watch thing. is just like very simple for simple. that. Simple to like throw a walk on there. I think it's like the easiest one 
for probably get, just getting your steps in. Yeah. And you can literally do it while it knows you're walking. It reminds you you're walking sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, like it'll be like, you're walking. Do yeah. you want to record it? So it makes it so easy for people to like, I mean, you can use an old school step counter. I, I have one of those too, but like. I sent those to my parents. <laughs> I mean, in Montana when it's cold. Yeah. I, and they would come home or I'm, I just talked to them today. They're like, I'm exhausted. It's snowing again. And I'm like, well, are you still wearing your step counter? <laughs> my yeah. mom's like, I washed it and I don't want to get another one because I had no steps last week. I'm like, mom, it's $12. Like, just put it on you. Now they have the, um, it's not a whoop, it's the Fitbit. Yeah. Like, Fitbit. some of those yeah. Fitbits are really fancy now. They have so many different yeah. ways to yeah. track steps. It's just, it's like the easiest thing you can do. Oh, and then somebody, um, I don't know if people might find this interesting, but if you're someone who likes to bike instead or swim or, um, like, or maybe you have some kind of issue that you can't walk, um, you basically 10 minutes of moderate biking is equal to like 1500 steps. So if you wanted to translate yourself, like you're like, okay, I can't get my steps in today because I have an injury or I don't want to, um, you can use a different machine and, um, there's all these apps out there, but basically it's, um, 10 minutes equals 1500 steps. Nice. Good enough. Yeah. That's great. Do you know how much your like average daily yeah, or weekly I, is? I, I think for the year it's like 17.5 or maybe 18, but I think awesome. sometimes I go 20, sometimes I go 10. So like 17.5 is probably a good average, but it's because most of it is not like a workout. Most mm-hmm. of it is like I'm writing an email or I'm on the phone or mm-hmm. I'm getting something done. Like that's what I was planning to do after our um, body class today. Um, before coming here, it's like I was like, oh, I'll just finish a few things on the phone before, but then yeah. I got sidetracked. Yeah, <laughs> some weird <pretty> bad. <laughs> <laughs> but and we have the access to the canal too. I think that's that's the best. That's thing. the biggest thing, and I tell everyone about that. And a lot of my clients, I'm like, you have access. It's beautiful, like anything and everything. I did it the other day, and I think I posted it. Um, it was 18 minutes, and it was like one mile, one and a half. One point yeah. something. And I was like, you can do this. You probably scroll on your phone in the bathroom way longer. <laughs> so yeah. I think there's just so many things for people, especially at body, where with challenges or anything, I'm like, we we see a lot of people like you that are busy and your kids are in sports, you're in a car, you have traffic, that it's still manageable for people. So um, I think I, that's a great one to start with is after everybody class, just do one loop around yeah. from the canal back around. Start a hot body walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What is it? A mile? It's like 1.18. Um, to go to where? From body to go to from body, loop around where North Scottsdale is, okay. and then come back. Like okay. where PF, like if you walk up to PF Chase, yeah. basically, okay, like right perfect. before that. Yeah. And before that, and then if you just come back around where all of an idea is, yeah. just come through that little middle crossing. I'm going to do that tomorrow because I left my credit card at, um, what's that store? What's that restaurant? Um, uh, like right at the waterfront. Not all of an idea, but the one. Um, the hand pastry? No, the one next to it. Uh, like a press. No, there's... Collar Martina? What is it called? We're going to name it. I know. Right. Um, I'm, it starts with C. I'm like blanking on the name. Culinary Drop. Oh, culinary. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because it, they call it waterfront. It's not really waterfront. Yeah. But um, I'm going to do that to get my... Because it's in the safe right now. Yeah, no, that's a great little loop. I'm not even challenging body people to go that far. I'm just saying like walk, yeah. go up, 
the backdoor body, walk up to Goldwater, cut back yeah. down, come back on fifth, and do a circle. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if you remember this, but you said something to me a few years ago, and I thought, found it so true. So I think you guys were running your challenge or something, and I was asking you about it, and you said, I see people working so hard at the gym, and they are like sometimes not getting the results. And, it's, mm-hmm. and I, I realized, like, oh, yeah, there's so... People think that exercise has to be in a gym, um, and then mm-hmm. they're just go home and like mm-hmm. maybe they're not eating the best foods, and then they're not really getting any other activity the whole day. Yeah. Like think about thousands of years ago, people didn't go to a gym and, and yeah. work out for an hour and then sit for eight. You know, like that yeah. they were active most of the day. So just to like pair your, if you want to get more results, maybe pair your workout with like a little walk before or after, or maybe after you eat and then you go for a walk because. Um, the walk after a meal is really, really good. And think about it. If you eat, you spike your blood sugar mm-hmm. and your body is like trying to store all that. But if you're walking, it can use some of that blood sugar to mm-hmm. like fuel your muscles. Or, and so you're not going to store all of that yeah. food that you just ate. So it's a strategy for people who are like mm-hmm. struggling to get the, into the best shape. And especially like... Um, we have lots of hikes here and yeah. doing some, I would say the best combination would be do body and then add like, you know, a couple outdoor hikes yeah. or walks. Yeah, no, absolutely. And do you think there's such thing as too many steps? Yeah, there's, it's a, um, it's, I think after 20,000, you don't, I, I mean, the studies show, so I don't mm-hmm. know, everyone's different, but around 20,000, you don't see a bigger added benefit in terms of like uh, longevity. Now, weight loss wise, you could probably get more benefit if you did more, but um, there's definitely, it's like people usually say it's like a U-shaped curve, meaning that you get the most benefit in the middle range Mm -hmm. and then you don't get as much benefit at the end and um, you definitely in the beginning you get a lot of benefit even if you're doing like from zero to 2,000 or 2,000 mm-hmm. to 6,000 or something like that so I think that if someone was like hey I'm, I I feel like body members mostly are probably getting some good number of steps anyways because if they're fit enough to do a fitness class that's mm-hmm. pretty intense like a sweat class is not something that like just anybody um, can do if they've never exercised. They can, but like it would be difficult. So I think most people are probably in the range um, already, and yeah. so just upping it to like six to ten thousand, and then yeah. they don't have to be you or you or me. But um, mm-hmm. getting up to that fifteen is gonna like get you to the next level yeah. if you want it to be. Yeah, I think the whole twenty thousand. It's almost more wear and tear too on your body. Yeah. Like yeah, because I know some people will be like get addicted to it. Yeah, yeah. Like ooh, well now if I yes. can go yeah. thirteen thousand, I can go fourteen thousand. Yeah. Now I can yeah. be like I'm at twenty thousand, and now should I go like to twenty five? And I think some people that have addictive personalities mm-hmm. might take it too far. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to clarify that. And like you know, that's actually a really good point because you're right. It's kind of like an all or nothing, and I know a lot of people at bodies sometimes I feel I'm like you've already done two classes what are you doing (laughs) like make sure you're recovering because for us we like to party we like to have fun but we know how it is when you're not getting enough sleep you're not probably doing all I mean I'm just assuming because of myself 
all the stretching, all the rehab, yeah. all the hydration, whatever it might be, that I think it kind of goes hand in hand where too much really might actually be like hindering, like you said. Like our body is so good at um, keeping you homeostatic, meaning that have you ever noticed like one day if you're eating really clean and almost like so perfect and then next day you're so hungry because your body's like, wait a second, she's like trying to eat too little or whatever. So it's always trying to adjust. And so mm-hmm. if you try to do too much exercise, your body's going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. It, you're going to feel like lead when you're moving. So it's got to be slow increments if you want to increase your level um, of activity and your level of like say um, nutrition you have to take it slow because if you go like hot and cold mm-hmm. the body will try to like keep you in the middle there mm-hmm. um, so that's why like people will like go crazy and do four full, like four to six days of working out and then their body just shuts down because they're like yeah. oh that's way too much and I, you need to like slow down yeah. so you if you're trying to get better in better shape like add one more day add more like a thousand more steps Mm -hmm. um maybe clean up one of your meals and then like go yeah slow and steady yeah it's like those little tiny changes but like in all the parts from like a little change in your diet a little more movement all of those things are going to add up to make a huge difference yeah especially if you start doing that as you look at your at your year and your long term Mm -hmm. like it's definitely going to add up yeah yeah the macros plus Steps, yeah. body, I think is like the magic combo. Oh, 100%. Like now, with just having people step numbers, and I've been talking about mass in motion for like that's how I try to equate it. Your watch has no idea how much weight you're lifting at the gym, so it really can't identify all your burning. Yeah. Whereas at the same time, your heart rate could get really, really high because you didn't sleep, because you had an energy drink, whatever you may have ate before. Yeah. So with most people with progression, I'm like, journal it, write it down, but then also look at how much you're actually moving. Um, I think that's like the biggest thing is like body steps. Yeah. Good food and a little fun, and I yeah. think that's a yeah. success. But I think you gotta have fun, or it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the point, right? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> I was really, really strict with my macros for like a few you were months, good. and. I felt like I didn't have fun at all. Like I felt like every time I was like tracking like a drink, you know what I mean? And then I was like that it's fine for short periods of time, but yeah. then you have to kind of like loosen it up mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that can get kind of addicting yes. to, yeah. or you get to like, like measure away. Yeah. I mean, get macros are great. I think it's great for people that really need to make that big difference and they can definitely, um, it takes the right personality to be able to do it. Um, but eventually, once you've done it once, and you kind of yeah. learn how to eye things and measure things. And how much and protein whatnot. you're eating. I yes. Mean, it's those little things, too, yeah. There's, like, a huge... I'm excited for that later on, too. But I think just one thing I want to ask you, because someone asked me, in the heat of the summertime, what, like, you still do the same routine? I just said I still just get up earlier. Yeah, I get up earlier and I do a little more of the evening, like mm-hmm. after sundown, because I'm okay with the, I, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like 
um, for skin purposes and for um, just toler- tolerating it purposes, I yeah. usually wait till sundown to yeah. do a little more of the evening walks um, and the early morning and yeah. try not to do too much in the mid-afternoon yeah. because it can be really painful here. And um, Also, I keep a hat, one of those like really obnoxious like sun hats in the car because if there is a chance to like go for 10 minutes, mm. like I can still do it for 10 minutes and yeah. then um, wear a hat because on the canal like in the middle of the afternoon even if you go for a 10 minute walk um if you have a hat on it's all good yeah yeah. We did the park workouts. We can do anything. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. That was... I tell myself, I'm like, I did three hours outside. <laughs> yeah. I, you were like sweat. All oh of my... Everybody was like oh sweating. And it was like so painful. Oh, yeah. Oh, but you know what I... Don't um, have to think about it. <laughs> I tell people also, if they have... I thought I could never adjust my schedule um, to fit in walking. So I... Like a lot of people will say... Oh, my schedule, like, is so crazy. I can't fit in the walks. Um, But I realize most of us have a little bit of flexibility. Like, either you can take your first call um, while you're walking or you can take a call while you're walking. Um, I just ended up moving, like, my start time a little bit later so I can have a morning routine. Some people can't do that. Some people can. So if you have Mm -hmm. flexibility to fit it in in the I feel like in the morning is the best time to actually stick with it. And that's what studies show. Like, it's not that morning is so much better um, in terms of the workout that you get, but it's the best way to stick to it. Mm -hmm. So walks, workouts in general. Like small wins to the day. And I feel like if anyone really took the time to be like, look at their time spent on social or something like that to be like, Oh, I don't have time to walk. I'm like, no, you probably mm-hmm. do. You probably at least have like 30 to an hour in you that like you've been just doing nothing at home, just sitting on your butt and scrolling social media that, hey, you can still scroll social media as you walk. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you can still do them both, yeah. you know? I had a rule for a while that I was only allowed to go on social media while I would walk. Ooh, oh, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I actually really like that. Yeah, and it was so great because because I would like look forward to my walk because I'd be like, oh, I get to like look at everybody's posts and um, it makes it, so they always say like, if you stack that habit, a, a good habit with something pleasurable, you know, you're more likely to stick with it. That's actually good. Sometimes I go on a walk and it's a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's like, um, also I feel like when you drink during the day and if you're walking around, it's so much better for you because you can metabolize that alcohol. It's not going to hit you as hard. Like, you know how people like day drinking? It's like, mm. because you're active, um, most of the time you're not just sitting yeah. when you're doing it sitting, during the day. Eating and drinking. Yeah, better for you. You can metabolize it better. There we go. Share a little perk. Anything <laughs> you're doing. If you're drinking, if you're on social media, you better be walking. Yeah. <laughs> walking like you're doing it. That's like the number one thing that people are not doing. I feel um, like it's so underestimated and like hot walk talks. I was like hot body talks because it shouldn't be a trend that dies. And so, yeah. And like I said, like to you, I'm at one of the other podcasts earlier, just, it sounds so much more hard to go, like do another workout or do whatever, but it, like, going on a walk is actually very enjoyable. Oh my gosh. It is so not, enjoyable. Yeah. So it's not like you're like, Oh, I'm going to like go die on this workout. It's like, no, you actually just get to go on this like really nice walk and it's going to make yeah. some huge benefits for you. I feel like it's also recovery. 
Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Recovery for mind and body. Like sometimes it's just nice to unplug from everything else, like for social media, but then also just to not talk. Cause I'm sure you talk all day too. Yes. <laughs> you guys are, you're losing your voice all the time. Oh, I know. Yeah. And like, I'll just keep my mouth shut and James will be talking to me the whole entire time. <laughs> well, James loves, loves the chat. I know. Oh, actually, oh. always says that. He's always like, you always bring up like life, deep life questions <laughs> while we're like running or walking. He's like, I can barely breathe right now. And I'm always like, oh, so I was wondering what we should, you know, like all these like really important things. But because for me, I've run for so many years that, um, even if I'm jogging, like I can still like have a conversation, but apparently a lot of people don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, is there anything else, Rams, that you can think of that you wanted to add? No, or I can really think of. Thank you. Yeah, for coming was on. Amazing. Thank you that was time. amazing. I feel like that really kind of capped off this three-part series. Yeah, I feel like it was really beneficial. Definitely added some a lot of different tidbits in there mm. that we didn't touch on already. So oh, I good. feel like that's really great. Yeah, yeah. longevity, brain, gut. Yeah. Mood, mood thing is like huge, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's one thing too. Like how Nikki said, we'll have I mean Dr. Shop that on, but I think the biggest thing is she has so many other components just from like not even from the fitness realm. It's just how you're talking about circadian rhythm and yeah. digestion and sleep and mood. So there's just a lot of fun things to consume yeah, to make you want to actually. Go if she on a wants walk. to come back on here, I mean we're gonna have her <laughs> yeah. as much as we can because we is not um, power wealth of knowledge. Can't and I yeah. love that you did a podcast because I've thought about it for a long time and I'm like people it's just such a it's one of those things that people love to listen mm-hmm. um, now more than because you're in the car or you're in so I think it'll be fun for everyone to listen to um, topics and can't get enough of Nikki and Ramsey and the whole crew. <laughs> yeah, so. and I think for us too, it's like a different thing of like starting a podcast just hoping you're going to reach like a big, huge, just random audience. Like really our goal is like we just want to benefit the body audience right now. And anyone yeah. else we can reach, that is a bonus. But yeah. any way we can bring the body community together more, hear more members, stories. Yeah. You have so many members that are, you know, like yourself who have so much amazing like knowledge to share with everybody mm-hmm. so it's kind of like let's take this community and share as much as we can yeah. to just be better freaking people yeah. what an amazing community by the way like yeah. they talk about how community is the strongest part of health and so I feel like you bring that because community is not just oh people you live next to most of us don't even know all of our neighbors communities like you walk into a class and somebody knows your name and they mm-hmm. notice that you're there or not there mm-hmm. that's and that's what you have yeah it's amazing well i love it's it special. so thanks again for coming on everyone let us know your steps and we hope like just because this three-part series is done doesn't mean your steps are done so no. hope this motivated you we love you all and we'll talk soon